0: also known as Brett. Today with me we have... Hey guys, this is Sebastian, also known as Doombox on Reddit.
1: Hey guys, this is Daniel, also known as DPO427 on Reddit. And we
2: are the Oddsmen. First off, want to wish everyone a happy new year. Thanks for sticking with us through 2017. Second, we've reframed the show a little, uh, keeping things, you know, fresh and kind of streamlining them a little bit.
1: Uh, TP is going to go ahead and fill us in on the details real quick. OK, so uh, our DCL-related topics uh, will all be covered in Game Talk right? Uh, from here on out. And it'll be divided into sections that will be covered by a specific person, and then we'll discuss them afterwards. So uh, our Lame Talk section will now be all non-DCL-related content, and we want uh, to talk about uh, what we want, what we think is interesting, and what is relevant uh, to our general community. And uh, then there will be a short Q&A section uh, at the end of each part of the podcast uh, where we'll answer DCL and non-DCL uh, related questions uh, in each respective area.
2: Awesome. So let's get to it. Our sections, they're going to be kind of as follows. The, the names are still kind of, you know, we're still working on it. But uh, the first one, it's going to be here comes a new challenger. And that's going to be Doom handling that. And those are going to be the new characters for each month. Second section is going to be Nip Tuck, again handled by Doom. These are going to be the reworks for the month. We're then going to go into the arena, which is talking about the state of PvP, the meta. uh, And then we're going to go into Event Horizon, which will address all the new PvE content, hopefully soon. Also, the hero challenges and stuff like that. Uh, You know, we're going to be covering all that. And I'm going to be doing those too. Finally, we're going to do uh, DP is going to cover Shop Talk and then Community uh, Watchtower. And just kind of wrap everything up from there. We're all kind of going to give a general overview and then we're going to discuss a little bit along the way. So without further ado, here's Doom.
0: Alrighty, guys. So first, the new characters for the month. Kind of exciting, but also kind of not for a few reasons, but we'll start out with Power Girl clearly a character based around the strength up buffs you know she gets various benefits to being on how much strength she has ironically enough though her damage doesn't seem to be that great even with how much strength she's building she's kind of like Supergirl, the classic character who she builds up massive amounts of strength with her passive but she's still not really putting out much damage aside from one cooldown uh but her main benefits of course she gets that taunt with depth immunity she benefits really, really well with allies that are pretty common and pretty useful all around, like Cheetah, who provides the acceleration. Uh, you also have characters like Jon Stewart, a canonical love connection there. Pretty nice. But for the most part, she looks to be a sponge character, I guess would be the way I would put it. She's there to soak up some hits, put down that taunt, you know, mitigate the damage by time for the rest of the team. Uh, of course. As a result, because she has taunt and those immunity, she's more or less katana kibble, especially with her affinity. So some good team comps that you might want to consider. I'll just go ahead and list them off real quick. Cheetah, uh, Champion of the Amazon's Wonder Woman. Supergirl 2, as I'll call her, Power Girl, whatever you want to call her. Uh, World's Grace Detective Batman, that one's more of an offensive build. Basically, you stack strength, you stack some more strength. You get those cooldowns down as well as adding that affinity up and then you just kind of run over the enemy team. Another one that could be good, which is a bit more defensive, would be an Enchantress-led team with uh, Power Girl, Chemo, and the Penguin. Now, this one's going to be obviously a bit slower, but I think it has a lot of potential. You You stack up a bunch of overheal, Power Girl buys that time. Meanwhile, you have Penguin and Chemo stacking those bleeds and putting those shields up. And we've all seen how stupid tanky Penguin can be if his last hero battle was any indication. Uh, Another good one, Jon Stewart as a leader, Power Girl, Aquamoa, and Bane. A, I guess, more taking damage focused one that's a bit more defensive. So you have Jon Stewart who gives strength ups if anyone's under half health as well as providing a very big punch himself. You have Power Girl, you have Aquamoa, both of them gaining benefits when anyone's hit on their team, and then you have Bane who does Bane things. You know, you hit him, he gains all of his health back and just runs you over. And then on the other side, a more, I guess, retaliation focused one, incorporating another rework. Captain Cold is your leader, Power Girl Shazam and Bane. You have Shazam with his ability to gain meter whenever anyone gets hurt. You have Captain Cold just blasting off people who manage to hit you. And then, once again, Bane, Power Girl, kind of just doing their whole, oh, I took damage here, let me get all this in. Now, that's basically the summary for her. She's very spongy, not very interesting. She's a supplement character, I would say. Superboy. Now, this is our interesting point. True Sight. No taunts, no invisibility. Which, you know, considering that taunt has been changed to now block random effects and direct it towards that player, something that would have been fantastic back when CAGA was a thing. But, you know, whatever, barely late than never. That's the way it tends to go. Um, but at the moment, it seems to definitely be the final nail in the coffin for Lobo, Harley Quinn, Deathstroke teams. Lobo can't taunt and block you. You can basically just ignore him, walk right by, and punch Deathstroke in the face until he's dead targeted stun is nice but you know it's not really a commodity compared to what it would have been a while ago back when he would have been more relevant uh he's fast which you know that's that's always nice but nothing special he's green and here's something interesting i believe that at the moment green is probably the weakest affinity now of course my reasoning for it is that you have options like doj have options like cheetah the new Shazam and the new Black Adam, a lot of very strong blues, and green characters as a whole just don't seem to do enough anymore. So, and he's not all that tanky, so it's not like he can really back up his weaker, more glass cannon stature. He gets bonuses for enemy taunts, so he works well against Power Girl and Harley, but you know, you can also do it for yourself. But I don't think he's strong enough to really shape the meta. Just to throw out a team comp recommended. Probably Nightwing as your leader, Superboy, maybe Power Girl, and I guess Mira. Throw some extra heals in there, you know. Boy, that AoE stuff. Uh, So, yeah, those are our new characters. Do you guys have any inputs, any thoughts you want to share before we move on to the reworks?
2: I do actually have something to say about Superboy. Uh, I believe he doesn't care that it's the enemy that has the toner invisibility, is it? Or am I no. wrong?
0: it works for both sides of the field but i'm personally having a few issues trying to think of very good taunt slash whatever characters outside of harley
2: well you got harley power girl lobo uh grundy Shazam Shazam, Shazam. yeah yeah like you have you have some good ones i think so and yeah, then again, but, also the invisibility. So, like the Nightwing comp that you were saying, actually is pretty good too. I think uh, mm-hmm. Mirror Master, I would say, would be good too.
1: Being, being able to hit invisibility might actually be a good thing going forward because I see a lot of people using uh, arrows again, uh, mainly because uh, when they're invisible, they don't get counterattacked by Harley or Arcus or whatever, right? So this could, mm-hmm. be, um, this could be a good thing for to to battle against the arrows that are cropping up again. So.
0: Yeah, I guess. The only problem is that if you want to get really good effectiveness out of him, you kind of are shoehorned into bringing Ivy to pass that true sight around. Because I don't personally feel like he does enough damage on his own to justify bringing him specifically for that one purpose.
2: Yeah, but then at that point, you've got two characters on the team dedicated to doing that, and I'm not so sure that you wouldn't be better off just bringing tdk batman to purge the taunt or batman world's greatest detective to purge off the invisibility
1: i think mm-hmm. i think it's just good against teams that have a um, potential double taunters they might not be characters that have like taunt at the start of battle like harley Quinn or power girl but let's say for example you start with harley Quinn and shazam or power girl and shazam for example or even doj for example um when you have multiple taunters and you only have one guy to deal with it, then uh, it becomes sort of an issue, right? Um, but now, if you have a character that can just ignore it and just go after who you're who you're supposed to put that guy in for, then they become less relevant. So your overall team composition will probably change uh, if you're using Superboy, because then it'll free up more slots. I feel that's the reason. That's sort of what I'm thinking about, but it might not exactly be the case. See, I, oh, I- yeah.
2: Sorry, I'm looking at him more for his guaranteed uh, stun. You know, I think that's going to be his primary little niche that he's going to be in. Mm-hmm. Is that guaranteed stun. And then, you know, he'll bypass Harley, stun somebody, and uh, he'll go from there. Like, you're bringing him along for the utility. He's not there for the damage, he's really. A super,
1: he's a super good uh, utility Swiss Army Knife type of character. And much like all the other paywall characters we've seen. So, he. I think he hit right. a good a good role in most rosters.
0: Um, well, I mean, yeah. just to close it out, the way I see him personally, he's sort of like, what was that character we got a little bit ago uh, that was also a Magic Bullet General Swiss Knife character that was meant to change things and then no one used them because they were like, why would I bother using him?
2: Uh, Scarecrow? Phil? Uh,
0: yeah, that's the one. <laughs> okay. Scarecrow. So... I mean, that's the way I see him. Scarecrow was slated to be this big deal, and then because no one ever used him, he never became a big deal. So I see Superboy much of the same. If people use him, great. Meta might shift a little bit, but probably not. But considering he's both paywalled and also his effect doesn't really do quite so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: I, think, I
2: think he falls into that problem category of just not doing the damage and not quite being fast enough. That a lot of people are literally just going to ignore him, because those kind of players are the ones that kind of define the meta,
1: for the most part. Yeah, so, I mean. So moving on. Hold on, hold on. One, one, one. Uh, one thing before we move on. So on the topic of meta shifting characters, like in terms of new characters, um, I think personally the characters that are Swiss Army knife based characters are probably never really going to shift the meta. They're there to, they come in to sort of help answer the current meta. That was the situation with Red Hood and so on and so forth. But it's not going to shift it because it's not going to be like uh, this is going to end completely the other thing uh, that was currently plaguing the meta. It's going to help adjust and deal with stuff. But, for example, (coughs) I think that the non-paywall characters often have a greater impact on on the the meta. Uh, For example, I know that we, we weren't looking... Uh, talking too highly about Power Girl and she may not seem super great right now but the fact that she's based around strength buffs is actually scary if they bring out more characters to support her. Because right now the only real characters that give her enough strength buffs are Cheetah and uh, Wonder Woman uh, Champion of the Amazon.
0: But Oh and Ares too. Don't forget I Hippolyta. Him in.
1: Don't forget Hippolyta.
0: Oh yeah. That's true I, too.
2: I, I always forget Hopolite. She does. Like, that. there's a lot more than you, you give her credit for, but right. there are a lot
1: of mystics. But in, now, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, But now so. imagine, let's say, for example, if you have a team that has a physical based character that can give strength ups to your team, and then you have like a nice balanced affinity uh, team based around uh, strength up buffs, that could be really scary. So it could be something cool. Well forward. here What about
2: what about like, you know, a Hippolyta lead with Cheetah And then Power Girl and Batman, just like Doom was saying already before, except he didn't have Hippolyta on there. Sure. So, I mean, now they're gaining stamina ups because they're all glass cannons, and they're becoming tankier in the long run. And you have Hippolyta's assist call, like,
0: Mm -hmm. it just, Mm -hmm. I think it gets kind of silly. So, I mean, I don't know. I think Power Girl has the potential to shift the meta, I just don't (laughs) think she's there yet. I don't see Superboy doing it at all.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with Uh, those points. I agree. I can I can that. So,
0: moving on. Sorry about that. Had to plug in. Uh moving on, <laughs> let's talk about these reworks really quick, because I don't want to keep us for too long. So Shazam, whereas a lot of people like to refer to him Shazam with the little money uh finger <laughs> motion. <laughs> you all know him. You no no one really loves him, but I swear some people out there do. Uh so, well, just the people as people who love him are the
2: fans, it's not necessarily people that love him for his in-game useness.
0: Yeah, Fantastic. of course not. <laughs> but it's the power of money. He's basically this game's Batman. So, uh, <laughs> Shazam, right? Just as always, big, fat, meaty intelligence tank. Let's be honest. This rework doesn't really do much for his viability, but he does synergize well with the new characters. He's still fast, and obviously he still works in all the ways he did before, and he actually provides a pretty good check for another reworked character, Black Adam. Overheal is nice, because he has a big, big, fat, stupid health pool, but otherwise, you know, whatever. Uh, Anti-crit is handy, it's just not as prevalent as it once was, and true sight is a thing, so he's kind of negated. But, I mean, in all honesty, Shazam's just kind of the same as he always was. If you have... $500 $500 to throw at him, or however much it costs to boost him up, go for it, man. Do whatever you want. But I don't really see him coming into the meta any more than he already has, which is nothing. Now, unless the hero on, challenge happens. Oh, yeah, unless the hero challenge happens. If that happens, people are going to mm-hmm. get him and then realize how bad he is and they won't use him. But <laughs> speaking on bad characters, let's talk about a really good character. Oh, my God, Black adam have you guys seen this rework he's insane huge burst he can go damage immune which mitigates his only weakness being that he's a glass cannon he can pair with a bunch of other when an enemy die characters which there's tons of them now like what there's red hood there's huntress like the whole works he's a green breaker which is fantastic considering we just got two green characters He's a little bad against Shazam, but really, I mean, who has Shazam? (laughs) And uh, he's decently fast. He's strong. He's some glass cannon, but he can change the face of the battlefield. He gets that cooldown refresh. Now, it's not just a, oh, take a few turns off of it. No, it's outright. If he murders someone, you can just start blasting people some more. He is crazy. I would say 100%. He's in the shop. If he's at a hero challenge, if you just want to farm that last node of heroic, I would recommend it. 120%. 120%. Like, if they make him even remotely more accessible, I see him <coughs> destroying the meta. He is the reason why I'm almost 100% sure that green is the weak affinity at the moment. Really? So, what do you guys think?
1: I, I just had a question about Black Adam before we go into the, the things. When you said uh, the cooldown, is it which move is the cool? Uh, when he kills someone, he gets a cooldown on which move? It's, is it Conduct Storm or, mm-hmm. or Shazam?
0: Yeah, uh, the cooldown first Shazam gets reset. Kondak Storm is the one that causes the reset. But oh, okay. that move does such stupid meaty damage. Like, special damage. Just huge, huge, huge amounts of it. Like a chunk. Like, I, this thing can one-shot a Gear 11 Superboy, probably.
1: Okay. So, Ogre, what are your thoughts on these characters?
2: Uh, Shazam, I... You know, his. the only reason to bring him is that stupid, powerful taunt. Like, gaining 10 stamina ups is insane. And overheal. And, and, and the overheal. And damage immunity, if you have the legendary. And damage. potentially the damage immunity. Like, fun fact. That is, that is um, stupid.
0: <laughs> fun fact. Buff debuff applies before damage healing. Really? So, or no, sorry, it's reversed. Healing damage applies before buff debuff. So... Unfortunately for Shazam, he gets his overhealing before he gets his stamina.
1: <laughs> Boo! Isn't and, and that, that sucky?
2: Might explain why people thought that it was broken.
1: It's like, oh, I, can't, I don't see any overheal. You, it's like a tiny tick, or maybe not even. It,
2: it's there, but you can't see it because it minimalizes so much.
1: It's like his mm-hmm. HP bar so is
2: increasing. It's really, it's really good healing. when he's below full health. Yeah. It's really good when he's below full health, but not so good when he's at full health. Yeah. So, so okay. Uh that's actually good to point out. So I, I like I like that. But I, I know both Shazam and Black Adam can gain a ton of meter. Specifically, Black Adam, I have heard, is now a PVE god.
0: Oh not it just PvE. Run
2: through run through waves and waves
0: and waves so fast. PvE from what I understand. PvP too. Yeah. He's he does it all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is you know it's, it's good because that's the kind of character you want as the final node of, of heroics actually he finally has, his,
0: he's finally getting the limelight he deserves i hadn't so. thought about that but man he's this makes pve a little bit harder for some people i imagine especially new players coming into the game that have to fight him
1: is there is there a black item oh
2: yeah some of these reworks have made pve a lot harder wait a minute I have oh, found yeah. that out the hard way with oh,
1: Kemo versus the
2: World and Princess of Mascara.
1: Oh, yeah. He's in Lord of the Undead, right? Mm-hmm. That too, oh, and, yeah. He's in the Energy one. He's in the... Um, can't remember. Yeah,
2: he's really hard in that one. Yeah. I had to get to mid-40s before I could beat it on the uh,
1: mm-hmm. Oddsman account. Wow, that's a very good point. I actually think about that. Um, I had one thing to say, though, because you were saying how like, Shazam kind of feels like you can overlook him, but listening to uh, we are legends uh, hitmail was going saying that like, he turned the corner on Shazam he actually was thinking the same as us but then he's like oh Shazams actually quite good now given like and you basically he was saying that as long as you get legendary one he's already decent as long as you put it in the in his taunt uh, because he just becomes a big giant meat shield and even without it he's still a pretty pretty good meat shield but um, uh, like I'm th- like if you were some of the lucky people that got into the top 1500 or so uh in the last shazam pvp cycle you probably have a decent amount of his shards and if you've been saving up your void scanner shard, uh, void scanner spins you could potentially get him to legendary one like i got him to legendary one doing exactly that so i'm i'm saying he's not he's he's still hard to access but you know not impossible
0: yes I see him as someone that I probably have better versions of in my roster about five times over. But that's just me. But time's moving, so so should we. (laughs) Kicking it off now to Ogre.
2: Alright, so... The arena. So... Everybody... For many, many moon now has been complaining about Deathstroke and Harley and Lobo. And... From what I can tell, the meta is slowly shifting away from those. And I think it actually is partially due to the impact of the three-star system now. Uh, The three-star system has been interesting, to say the least. Uh, It punishes players for, for not having everybody alive at the end a little bit. But not a lot. So it does reduce the gap that was created initially for someone using Deathstroke Lobo who had plus eighteens versus people who were only getting plus fives. That gap has been narrowed just enough, I think, to to allow people to actually use different characters on their rosters. So it's been interesting to play PvP the last few weeks. So uh hmm. how do you guys Feel about it. I know Doom, you're probably kinda of out of it at the moment, but
0: No, I'm I'm still in PvP. What are you talking about? I still do my rounds. <laughs> I still spread the good word of Doomsday chemo. <laughs> and uh to that note, actually, I rather like the three-star system. I would agree. I feel like it tips the scales just enough to where people who are running the suicide baby lobo teams are getting more punished, it's less optimal to do for their energy. Meanwhile, people like me who are running the big, beefy, you know, oh, you're just never going to kill me, but you'll eventually bleed out compositions are getting rewarded for it. And, you know, on top of that, as mentioned before with the characters, now there's even more answers to using Deathstroke, Lobo, Harley, with True Sight and all that jazz. So, I mean, it just seems like it's a bad, bad day to have invested so hard into Deathstroke. But, Maybe that's hopeful thinking. What do you think, DP?
1: I mean, I like the three-star system in general. Um, It's good and bad on different points. The one thing that I'll say bad about it is that um, the gaps between the stars, uh, like, for example, let's say the 13 to 20-point range, for example, right? The highest range. Uh, You have, I think it's 13 points is the lowest. Then you have 18 and then 20, right? So the difference between the first two is two points, and the difference between the last two is five points. I feel like... It should be a little bit more balanced between each because let's say I want to get like maximize my my points and I want to get, you know, all 20 points, for example. Um, I need to build my team composition in a way that all my guys are going to hang around for as long as possible. Right. But I'm not really getting rewarded. I feel enough like two points between having one guy die or having everyone alive. It's not significant enough for me i feel and it's even less the further you go down sometimes it's only one point right so let's say for Mm -hmm. example the the gap was like three points and four points for example i think that would be a lot better like why is the gap between the first star and the second star so huge that's that's my only gripe about it
0: Hmm. i mean i could see it from that view i also see it as like if you make it the way that you're describing it kind of does punish the newer players though who don't have that option of just clearing things out super fast like we do, where we can just be like, oh, my chemo has 32,000 health baseline. No worries. Like, you know, when you're in those newer stages, Ogre knows, cause he's been playing on the oddsman account. It's a bit of a struggle. It's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a grind. So I could see it being like, oh, you lost a guy. No sweat. We'll just knock off a few points. I think that's a good way to go. I agree. It could be extended a bit more. I think that the gap between the, uh, Second star, and the one star should be bigger. Oh, yeah, if exactly. nothing else, okay. Like instead of it being three and four, I think it should be like two and seven.
1: So, like super punishing, like lobo lobo users or baby lobo. Yes. Users.
0: Okay. Yeah. In fact, I think they should but lose I, all the points. If you if something dies more than twice, you're doing it wrong, and you shouldn't get any points. You need to get better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay. Jeez. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. What about the metagame though? How do you guys feel the metagame is uh, evolving? I, I think it's opened up a little bit. Yeah.
2: You know, I th- I've seen a lot more than just Deathstroke lately. I've seen a lot more Green Lantern, a lot more DOJ.
0: Yeah, I'm personally a big fan of the more defensive switch of things. You know, like offensive is fun and all. You know, but no one enjoys being one shot by Reverse Flash on the first turn. Yeah. The fact that people actually have fighting chances now for the most part, that's the best thing to me. I was having It a definitely discussion. feels more healthy.
1: I was having a discussion with someone earlier this week uh, about how they felt like the metagame really didn't shift and they were seeing like tons of uh, strokes still, uh, in, even at high levels. And someone asked me, because at that time I just got into the top 100 and I took a screenshot showing like maybe f- uh, five or six of my 10 were Deathstroke lead teams, and they're saying, see, this is exactly what I was saying. But then I took a look at each uh, team. Only one of them had maybe Lo- Lobo. The other teams were like gear 11, like all gear 11 Deathstroke team. He just happened to be the leader because why not, right? And the other guys yeah, were- Yeah, I've seen that a lot too. So I'm saying like, I think Deathstroke as a leader will probably not go away, but the combo aspect with a, with a low level uh, reviver is probably slowly making its way out. So I think that the shift is, is happening. Not completely there, but happening.
0: Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, it would be kind of sucky if people did invest quite so much into Deathstroke because a lot of people really broke the bank on him and then he suddenly became completely invalidated. I understand that that shouldn't be the case. Even if I want it to be the case, I understand it shouldn't. So, yeah, I'm actually personally pretty happy that Deathstroke's still in the meta somewhere. I just don't want him to be as dominant as he was. He
1: he yeah. also he even though he himself is a gimmick type of character he he keeps other gimmick characters in check too right. So if someone goes out with like some wacky like you know glass cannon type team that just nukes like three of your guys at all right at the start of the battle Deathstroke's just going to wreck them all right so.
0: Yeah. In theory, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, there
1: you go. Um. Okay. Uh, sorry, uh, Scotty Mac in chat uh, s- was pointing out a couple of things when we were talking about Deathstroke. He said that uh, there seems to be around uh, around the 1500 mark that it's predominantly Deathstroke teams, and about 70 to 85 percent. He seems at this it's it seems at this point. What do you guys think about that statement?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah that doesn't right. that doesn't really surprise me. It's it's the people that are trying to make top 100 that really don't want to waste the money on it. Oh, that's true. That don't want to waste their gem the gems on it rather. So, I mean, when, I'm, when I made my climb into top 100 a couple weeks ago for Red Hood, I saw a lot of Deathstroke. And I swear it is only because of that. Because right now I'm hanging out in 5,000 range and I'm seeing so many diverse teams. It's, I see like three Deathstrokes per page.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's mainly strong. because Deathstroke as a character is still a strong character. And as I said... A lot of people invested a lot into him, so he's probably their best option. So it's understandable why a lot of people would be using him. And around the 1500s mark, those are probably the people that have based their entire rosters at this point around that one combo. So I would understand probably around the 1500s that, yeah, Deathstroke's probably a bit more prevalent than he is at the much, much lower ranks or even, I'd say, the much, much, much higher ranks. Because I think the very top of the board. It might still be a bit death stroke heavy but it's nowhere near as bad as it once was.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh top okay. 100 looks a lot more varied lately. All right. So, all right, moving on, we got the uh event section here. We're going to talk about the eventuality that new PvE content is coming. It <gasps> still hasn't. No. Oh. It still hasn't yet. But, rumor is it's coming soon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, soon. Trademarked. Uh,
2: Right? Yeah, I know, (laughs) yeah. So, we're still not sure when, we're still not sure what, but we're we're all still hopeful that something is coming you know, whether it's a second campaign or whether it's chapter 9 and 10 or whatever. You know, because we've already beat the crap out of Necron for ages now. It'd be cool if they introduced a new storyline with Brainiac or Darkseid or something like that. Yeah. Everybody would love to see them as raid bosses, but if they were actually the next campaign bosses, I think that would be good too. Um But again, we're still not sure what what we're getting yet, so everybody's just speculating. Uh but as far as it goes, uh the Power Girl challenge was a lot of fun. Had a pretty good uh restricted list, I thought. And it was uh, wide open for people, and I think pretty much a lot of people were able to to get further in this one just because of the the depth of the restricted list. Mm-hmm. So that was good. That was a plus. Uh, how did you guys feel about the the Power Girl event?
1: It was easy. <laughs> 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 I, I'm I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to say that it was it was so easy that like I can't believe people were struggling on the last node, but. Um, it was just mainly like you just have to think before you go into it. Um, I, lo- I saw a lot of people with the same teams that I did, they just put the wrong leader in. They put uh, Wonder Woman DOJ instead of Wonder Woman Princess of the Mascara <laughs> as the lead. Yep. Like, if you yep. know that Power Girl is based on buffs, then just bring in a debuffer. <laughs> and that's, mm, yep. Like the other option, I think um, you had Red Hood who can... Hal Jordan. Kind of, Hal Jordan can debuff, uh, Red Hood can debuff. Um, was Catwoman on the list? I think she was, right? I mm-hmm. think she was yeah, yeah. like Catwoman. And so there's a lot of it had it
2: had so. a big, big, big roster of characters that were plenty viable against her. Yeah. So, but I think Princess of Themaskira was the big one.
1: I know that the players yeah. who are gonna who are struggling uh, are probably always going to be struggling with these type of events. It's uh, just people who have a limited roster because they just started. But if you have a somewhat, yeah. somewhat developed roster, and I say this all, every time when people ask about character de- uh, character uh, strategy and. Development for the roster, just diversify your roster so that you have a lot of different bases covered in different affinities if possible. So that's just, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's just it. That's all you need to do for PVE.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd be inclined to agree with DP as far as it being like GG easy. I left mine on auto and I cleared it first try. So, and I had DOJ as my leader. So I I don't want to hear any of that. Princess of the Mascara. Uh, conspiracy theory stuff. No way. She's still not viable. I refuse to believe it. But
2: she's, I, she's uh, broken. I think she's okay. really, really good right now. <laughs> no,
0: I know she is. I just don't want to admit it.
2: But um, <laughs> she's actually the one leader I actually actively avoid. She's really. She's oh, that's weird. I she. Wrecks I go for her teams.
0: all she, the time if I can. She wrecks my
1: bleed teams hard. If you if you don't debuff her, she silences you too. It's really tough to kill her. So,
0: but uh. Yeah. As far as the uh, challenge itself goes, I am a little salty still to this day that we haven't gotten a Poison Ivy-esque, oh, here's some rings challenge like mm-hmm. we did before, oh, but God. I have to accept yeah. that those days are dead and yeah. gone.
1: I don't think that's coming back. <laughs> we, we, I don't we think really so like, We could just say that that was just sort of like a Black Swan event. So Yeah,
0: probably. But otherwise, I mean, I agree. The fact that the roster was deeper and there were a lot of options that provided answers. Like he had Cheetah, he had DOJ, like you had obviously Prince of the and Scary, you had really good strong bursty blue options. And mm-hmm. it ended up working out really well. So I'd say that it's I would say it's better than last week or not last week, last month's uh character challenge. But that's just me. Okay. Cool.
2: So Uh Speaking of Ivy, we just got done with her hero challenge also. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys take advantage of that at all? I know I took her to L3. I already
0: Myself. had her at L5, so yeah, whatever. I, I cool. did because I had her LR-
1: L5, but I was... I was watching. I was watching people. Uh, I was watching your videos uh, with the the chemo versus the world stuff, and I laughed when you died <laughs> at the end. <laughs>
2: so like, what are you doing? Poison ivy. She's the one keeping you in the fight. Kill her. Yeah, I wasn't. I was not paying attention that first one. I was like, ah. And rather than make a whole nother video, I was like, screw it. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> no,
1: that's fine. You know, it shows that we we don't. And to be
2: fair, make this is actually the
1: very up. first time chemo has actually lost. It's fine. It, so. shows, it shows that... Uh, well, I'm not going to say that he's human, but... <laughs> it shows that he's, he's, infall- he's not infallible.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Speaking of fallibility and infallibility, those bugs. Yeah. Tell us about Ogre. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay, so
0: we just had a patch
2: drop on, what, January 16th, I think it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, patch 1172 and... So many bug fixes. So, so many bug fixes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Red Hood seems like he's functioning at this point. I think there's a couple of things here and there that have cropped up. Mm -hmm. But I think for the most part, he's functioning at this point. Uh, Dr. Poison no longer kills Lobo seven times, which is super awesome for me. I can finally use her again. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) There was a few other notes here that I don't really know. Uh, let's see, stamina up characters from doing phantom attack. Oh, okay. Uh, the bug that hate mail posted about the uh, invisible tune uh, attacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if they, uh, I think it actually stamina up, and then combination of that and reviving. Right. If I remember right, mm-hmm. so. Because you'd kill them with like an AOE or something, and then because they had a stamina up, they would revive, but not revive, Mm -hmm. or they would be wouldn't be visible, but they wouldn't be targetable or like nothing. It was weird. I think it was like so. If you used another AOE, I think you were okay.
1: What's that? I think it was a graphical glitch. Like that. That was what was causing it to happen. Yeah.
2: Right. So I think if you used another AOE, you were okay because it would knock them out again but I'm not 100% sure on that. But anyway, that is supposedly fixed. Apparently, any energy war sword from Ares had a bug where it wasn't applying the enrage.
1: Didn't even know that.
2: Now it does. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Like, not a whole lot of people use them, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, various crashing and hanging bugs have been, you know, fixed. I think that relates back a lot to Red Hood mm-hmm. and Red Alert. Mm-hmm. might be the other part of it so uh, those are good mm. and then uh, the interfacing for the iPhone X and the whatever the other one was the the big screens Pixel two or they're fixed now know. so that you have actual full screen content instead of the little tiny guys that you couldn't target so those all are all bunched, good all fixes bunched up together. Yeah. yeah those are all all really good fixes really happy about these I'm glad WB you know is listening to us and is like, Oh crap, we need to do some A little bit more communication would have been nice. Obviously that's the only thing that everybody's, you know, upset about is that they never communicate with us, which mm-hmm. they're getting, they're getting there. Our new that's community cool. manager, which we'll go into later is she's doing good. I think, yeah. oh, wait, is it a he or she? I
1: think Does
2: anybody uh, actually know? I asked them.
0: Uh, it's yeah, the I internet. Know. So we'll always assume it's a dude.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure. i so. I thought it was female. I'm not not I, sure. So I,
1: I thought it was. I thought it was just like Stan. Oh, George is saying it's a she. Stanner. How do you know, George? Because I thought Stan. I thought Stanner <laughs> was like a spit spin on Stan. But anyways, so um, anyways, sounds, uh, about the like bugs. A lot of good fixes. So. Just, just, just before we we move on to the the next section about the bugs, there most of the things that you were saying were fixed, but um, let's see here, uh, red. Like, the Red Hood bugs, in general, were fixed, but I still see certain corner cases causing um, awkward, like... I don't know if it's a Red Hood-related thing or a Deathstroke-related thing, because um, uh, if if you kill Wonder Woman, D- DOJ, or Zatanna uh, with a Red Hood lead and against a Deathstroke team, it still, for some reason, sometimes triggers his uh, buffs. Uh, like his buffs upon death. Oh, okay. It's weird, and it, I think at first I thought it was <laughs> like uh, there are people saying um, he he dies due to like bleed, for example, or and I've had it where uh, DOJ hits my Harley Quinn and Harley Quinn retaliates and kills DOJ. Uh, so I thought it was like the character dying on their own turn, maybe. You know what I mean? Mm. That could be a reason I thought. But then I saw I killed a Zatanna on another team with uh, just Red Hood. Red Hood just kills Zatana and uh it buffed uh it, it buffed deathstroke. So uh, that put my theory out the window. So I don't know. It's weird. So there's so it might be
2: specifically Zatana that, then? It might
1: be that or it might be deathstroke related. It might be a death stroke related bug, right? So
0: well, Yeah. Uh, I mean it could be. Yeah. Anyways, there was a- you know maybe a bit of a yeah. a bit of overriding so death strokes like oh you're trying to buff yourself? Uh let me just uh okay. hop in and grab this.
1: But definitely the uh, Lobo, the whole lo- uh, killing Lobo over and over thing will not buff him anymore. Like uh, before, it was if you killed him the yep. second or the third time onwards, he would still get buffs, and now that's completely gone. But the one thing that yeah. some people brought up before that they weren't probably getting um, right off the bat was that why does Lobo come back and sometimes taunt and still get his taunt buffs, right? It's because if Lobo dies, uh, that wipes the slate clean. He comes back as a new character after the, uh, the buff immunity has been applied. To everyone else so yep. he's a new person coming in after the buff immunity is ha, has passed over mm-hmm. right, yeah. so, just, so he's just, free to taunt at yeah. that point so there's no bugs there everyone just don't don't freak out about that that's just how it's supposed to be that's all <laughs> yeah
2: it, it all it does is stop him from taunting if he's not the one that died right exactly so which which works i i think that's functioning as intended at this point yep looks good
1: so uh george all right pass it off to you dp george 35 actually pointed out that uh wb Stanner is a female because he posted uh the link from the community center showing wb Stanner's profile page with a female symbol so and there
2: and now that you mention that that is exactly where i saw it
1: okay cool all right so so we'll get into that just in just a bit so but before we get into that uh the next section we'll talk about shop talk And in Shop Talk, uh, there's a couple of things that we'll go over, uh, mainly, obviously, about packs. The one thing that um, some people were disappointed in was that there was no M-sized variable packs at the end of December for either Red Hood or Penguin. And a lot of people uh, I know personally were saving up their gems to top off their Red Hood or um, just uh, making sure that they get to that next level. But that sale never happened. And it's kind of weird when they've they've been doing that pretty much for the last, what, two or three months you would expect that type of consistency and then it's gone so that was kind of what's the word here that, that was kind of disappointing uh, the next thing was the uh, the New Year's uh, $25 special for a hundred shards like tw- uh, uh, 25 of each character that's a good deal in terms of shards like if you're paying $25 for a hundred shards just keep in mind that um, it's kind of like uh, paying $25 for Sorry, yeah, it's kind of like paying uh, $25 for the other gem shard packs, but this is, you're only getting like 100 shards of these characters. And the pack is actually good, considering that every character in the pack is either exclusive uh, or a very rare or hard to farm, like Black Adam. So it's actually good in general. However, you need to have use for all four of the characters, which not everyone wanted. So, And 25 shards isn't a lot for each character. So... Uh, You probably have to purchase this several times to get, you know, a Black Adam unlocked, for example, or Shazam unlocked. So, it really depends on where you're sitting on with that pack, but I didn't think it was terrible. I think it was okay. Just, it really just depends, you know, what your investment level is in. Uh, Next up, there was a change to the Mini Hero and Super Pack. I'm not even sure if anyone was buying these packs, but now, it seems that they're including the Weekly Alliance uh, 5-point character as a bonus in these packs. So generally, um, when I'm looking at variable character packs, I tend to stay away from them. However, if, you, if you're really looking to pick up that uh, really hard to farm character like Black Adam or even Shazam, uh, this is actually was a place to pick them up. So for example, if you buy the super pack, which is uh, 4000 gems for 50 shards, it's exactly the same rate as the 80 gems per shard uh, standard rate that you'd get from 8k packs. So that pack's not bad. The only problem is you don't know which character you're getting from that pack because there's so many characters in the pack. But if your goal is, yeah, it's all random, right? But if your goal is to also pick, the, pick up, uh, you know, Shazam shards, for example, this could be you know a good investment for you. But again, like I said, you know, it's a it's a gamble at at the end of the day. Uh, there's also the character packs that are uh, now I'm pretty sure related to the alliance missions. Uh, that go on sale one day before the character would be applicable. So, for example, um, I think the last one, I can't remember exactly, the last one that went on sale was uh, Deathstroke, and the day after Deathstroke was available for as a two-point character. Before that was Arcus, and so on and so forth. So if you look at every pack that they offered this month, except for the new characters, obviously, it follows that trend. So I think it started with Batgirl, um, and then there was a few other characters down the road, like even Joker Damage goods and so on, so this mm-hmm. is not like, you know huge news, but it's important news, because if you're thinking about what packs might come on come in sale, come on sale soon in the shop, you can kind of predict like a bit of a cycle that the, the Alliance characters go through because you'll see that some characters repeat a lot so if you're looking for reverse flash, or if you're looking for um... Black Adam or uh, some harder to find character, there's a good chance they might come up uh, in the shop if they're in that alliance rotation. So, something to keep in mind. Um, That is a good point. Right. And in general, the shop hasn't changed too, too much. Um, The only thing that I found was a bit weird was that Power Girls' uh, $100 gem sale didn't start at the beginning of the month, uh, but that's probably because they wanted the other $100 sale to go up first. Uh, sorry not the $100 sale the $25 sale but yeah that was it nothing too surprising about the shop
2: I actually I actually think that one is just because of the way everything fell more than anything mm-hmm. there's like 5 weeks in January essentially
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they were just trying to figure out what to do during that one week
1: mm-hmm.
2: of December and January so I think that was more of what it was
1: okay well, I don't know. That, no, you could be you could be uh, right there because it's just there's more days in the month. Uh, that's probably just it then. Um, yeah, hmm. it. What do you think, Doom? Did you see anything interesting or new about the shop that that caught your eye?
0: Uh, the only thing I would say is that uh, I think I personally would have preferred if instead of being like twenty five of each character, if they had just done a hundred of one of the characters for twenty five, because then in that case. You would have been perfectly able to just be like oh hey i uh want to get shazam well now you can't because you get a hundred of him or black adam both of which are 90 required characters versus getting 25 and being like oh what can i do with this
2: black adam is 50 actually
0: you know what i mean <laughs> one of those guys is 90 yes
1: <laughs> yeah but yeah yes so yeah the only the only the only negative thing I have to say about the shops is just that uh, last month, everyone was waiting on Red Hood, and he never showed up. I just hope that he shows up uh, again soon. Um, yeah, that's it. I,
2: I have to hope that it was just them trying to get him fixed first.
1: Mm, I mean... I, I have to hope that. The other thing that I was thinking about, and I was trying to backlog my uh, my 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 records of the shop packs, I thought that maybe they were... Uh, They were starting that whole Alliance character pack thing at the end of December, and maybe they were sort of, you know, getting into that. So if they started that, if they started the end of the month with like medium medium variable packs for Red Hood or Penguin, people would think that Red Hood or Penguin should be in those Alliance missions for the, the day after, right? If they're going to start that, day. Um. so it's possible that they want to wipe the slate, the wipe the slate clean, start new in uh, January with this whole sort of pack release system that I was describing, and so that's maybe from now on, maybe that uh, we won't have those uh, variable M size pack for the uh, the monthly characters, which is kind of sad. For, uh, I actually thought that was a good thing because it let players. Let's say you were going for uh, top one hundred and you wanted that extra one hundred shards to to get your guy to a legendary one. And then, uh, but you fell short. But then you have another out at the end of the month with these packs, so you can buy and top them off, right? But if that's not if that if that's yeah. longer there, it becomes sort of like a weird struggle for for some people. So it it kind of happened with me. Uh, I'm t- I'm exactly 20 shards short of my next rank for Red Hood, and I'm waiting for a pack for him to come out to, to top him off. So you know, yeah, yeah. So uh, I it'll, think it'll watch- be
2: interesting to see here in the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, moving on uh, from the shop, the next section to talk about is the uh, community watchtower, as we're calling it now. So this uh, section will c- talk about all DCL related things uh, concerning the community, um, both the uh, official Wizard or sorry, the uh, official uh, Warner Brothers community, uh, the community center, uh, Reddit, YouTube, etc., uh, etcetera, et So the first thing, um, let's welcome uh, Warner Brothers new uh, com- uh, official community manager, Stanner. And uh, we've confirmed that she's a female. <laughs> so hooray. yeah, uh, hooray! Any anything to say to standard? Welcome uh, to the community. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll say the same thing I uh, said in the message. Uh, I've I've learned better at this point than to get attached to our community managers. So I look forward to us enjoying the time we have together for as long as that may be.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, not sure I should say anything, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, I actually have been uh, invited by Stanner to go visit WB San Francisco. Hooray! Yay! So, so hopefully
1: uh, that'll help. Uh, give us. <laughs> uh, a I'm not sure what I'll can be can able do. to say, obviously, but yeah, we'll we'll just keep it there. But let's say if yeah. If, yeah. That, if that does happen, uh, does it look like it's happening for you?
2: yes it does look like it's happening cool. here in the first couple weeks of February
1: cool awesome okay. so uh if that's happening so. for you that that uh hopefully will give us a lot more clout in the community so we can say that hopefully yeah.
0: <laughs> you know it'd be uh it'd also be cool if you happen to uh you know plug the podcast, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink.
1: That was actually one of the questions I posted on their uh, questions for the podcast uh, post on their official forums. I actually wrote, would you guys consider collaborating with another podcast, like an uh, unofficial podcast? So that would be something that I'd look forward to. And in the future, like conversely, actually having the official people on our unofficial podcast, right? So that'd be great. Uh, I
2: know I, I think uh, I asked the same question I think or a similar question whether I think I asked uh, if they were ever going to have uh, community guests right, on it yeah.
1: So that'd be cool that'd be really cool so and like as we were cool. as I said before in a previous podcast um, the, the, main, the main reason why we talk about the community a lot in DCL rated content is because I feel that like this game uh, especially with the uh, inclusion of alliances has become a lot more social and the Reddit community is probably uh, the biggest, if not the best, uh, community out there that has a lot of active uh, members in its social circles. And there's a lot of content creators, there's a lot of people contributing to us, and what we want to do as creators ourselves is push uh, push all that content uh, as much as we can to help grow the community. But uh, speaking of which, the YouTube channel, the Oddsmen YouTube channel has finally uh, passed over a hundred subscribers so we were able to change our our url finally to youtube.com slash c slash the uh the c i think is for channel but uh that's cool and we're uh putting out more content well it's basically ogre putting out a lot of content uh as much as we can uh i actually finished recording a video yesterday and that should be up later this week uh for my sort of tutorial series that i was making uh but uh, other than that um, There's not too much To talk about Hopefully we'll have A lot more stuff For you guys On the YouTube channel uh, But let's get into The questions and answers Related to uh, DCL content For the Game Talk part So uh, There was a couple Of questions from uh, the Gray Master On Reddit He He asked a question That actually was Answered in the last podcast But because the Lame Talk part Was sort of cut off I'll ask it again uh, Which characters Would you guys like to see A six day challenge of What do you guys think Uh, personally,
2: I am looking for a Vixen Vixen. challenge. That would be something that I would really want to see. Doom?
0: Doomsday. Doomsday? He had one. Oh, yeah. He
1: had one before, I think, right?
0: Yeah, but we need more. We need more Doom. (laughs) (laughs) We need more. We need more. More. Okay, well, if I have to pick a character that hasn't been done yet, I'd probably... hmm, The last... Month the previous month's paywall character, if they didn't get a weekly one, there should be a weekly one for the next month. That way people can use them in the events. Yep. That's my opinion.
1: That makes sense. That makes complete sense. Uh, previously, yeah. in the last one, I said uh, Suicide Squad Death uh, Deathstroke, but uh, that was just basically I didn't have him unlocked. Now I have him unlocked. But uh, he also had one previously too. If I had to pick a new character, like I think we were talking before, like Shazam probably would be up there, White Lantern Sinestro. Uh, definitely those really really hard to farm, access
0: characters they need, uh, they need a way oh. to access them yeah. yeah or like uh what's his name has John Stewart gotten one Green Lantern John Stewart actually I don't think so no. I don't think I've
1: ever seen him no no yeah, he's definitely one that would be on that list too hard to farm characters definitely uh, mm-hmm. okay, moving on to another question uh, what is the absolute worst team comp you can think of terrible synergy and overall uselessness uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Overall uselessness. See, I, I feel like there every character is viable. Yeah. So I
1: am. I'm gonna abstain from this and let you guys. Well, people with like terrible synergy. That's probably easy to care. Like just basically characters that don't work with each other. Like I believe character. A all, right, ex- all
2: right, all right, all right. Uh, terrible synergy. Yeah. Terrible synergy. Let's go with like. Uh. uh yeah, I can't think of anything.
0: <laughs> Doom. <laughs> <you? laughs> Hmm. This is tough, because I agree with Ogre. Every character is viable, and it's not like there's no synergy between all the characters. Most of the characters have synergy. The only one I could think of would be something like, I don't know, pairing Superman with Ares because debuffs <laughs> and all that. But even that's not really a bad synergy because, there's you know, Superman... Superman can purge off that enrage and keep all the buffs, so that's not even a bad combination Uh, Grundy and team cleanse characters. That's not even a bad combo either because you could just run fast Grundy (laughs) Yeah, turbo zombie. Okay,
1: Uh, yeah for me. I was thinking something along the lines of like hmm, Black Canary You cutting out DP. Oh hold on one sec Can you hear me now is it better? Yeah? Yeah, okay. there you go so I was thinking something along the lines of Black Canary damage Goods Joker uh, Joker Clown Prince of Crime and uh, some, somebody that doesn't care at all about those things some energy character that doesn't need any of
0: that I don't know TDK That's- Batman or something no, there's synergy between those things. What it's are you even talking plenty about? Of
2: synergy. Okay. You have multiple stuns. You have you multiple have all bleeds. kinds of meter
1: control. Okay, so you know, yeah. This question is one of the harder questions. We'll we'll, we'll pick this up for another time.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think there's a way to actually legitimately answer this. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, that's an actually int- maybe we can maybe this will be a question for Reddit because then we'll see what the the hive mind thinks. Uh, Okay, let's move on. Uh, If Swamp Thing gets a rework, what changes do you think would make him more viable? What should his new niche be?
2: Uh, Okay, I've actually been thinking about this one.
0: Oh, go ahead. Surprisingly,
2: because I love Swamp Thing. I really hope he does get a few alterations. He doesn't need a lot, I don't think. Uh, I think his Force of Nature, his second move, that does the terrible, terrible damage and flies one strength down, it needs to literally just be... Apply a few Strength Downs and then some turn meter Down or something. The Legendary on it can change, but take away the damage. Just It doesn't need to do damage. It's fine. Uh, but give more than one Strength Down is a big thing. Apply like three or four over the whole team would be good. Uh, I think secondly, his basic attack, because... The AI will never use it because of the zero cooldown on Force of Nature. Uh, You need to either change it to make the player want to use it and do more than what it does currently Uh, because a couple amends is cool, but it's not enough to make you want to use it over the Force of Nature per se. Uh, And then his Verdant Coffin is actually okay the way it is, applying Enrage and... Uh, some bleeds is good. The only thing I would change there is change it from special damage to regular damage because it's a bunch of freaking vines, man. There's nothing magical about this in any way. It's literally slapping you in the face. <laughs> um, so change that from special damage to physical damage. Yep. And then his pass, his uh, passive, I think is fine
1: the way it is. What do you think, Doom? About a swamp thingy, bro?
0: Personally, I don't know. I think Ogre's ideas are okay. I guess I'd personally like to see one <laughs> core. I'd like to see one cooldown added to Wrath of Nature and have it apply some speed downs in addition to the meter down. That way, it makes it a bit more impactful. <laughs> That'd be cool. um, instead of it being an Enrage on his Vine thing, instead I would like it to be a Heal Immunity and to apply more bleeds, because. Like, you know, oh, no, you hit me with the log. Now I'm mad. gerd. This doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess, okay, well, technically, I guess it kind of does because of the whole pheromones, plants, things, but that's more Poison Ivy's gig. Yeah. So instead, I want it to be more like brambles, branches, you get that wedged in your body. You can't get out of it, you know, because it's <laughs> in you now. He,
2: he, you're probably on to something with him being more of a speed down character. I could totally see the Vert and Coffin actually playing a bunch of speed down.
1: I'm getting this whole, like, MTG Tree Folk thing uh, (laughs) coming off of uh, Swamp Thing right now. I want him to be...
0: Yeah, I want him to to be an 11... Yeah, I need him to be 11-7 with Trample and Haste, but...
1: He's
2: right now a 7-11. He's a a convenience store. (laughs) No, he's like a 1-7. Let's be honest. Okay.
0: But, uh... Outside of that I would say the only th- other thing I would change is this passive instead of it being like Oh, you revive put some mints on everyone. I want that to just be a big meaty heel, you yeah. know overheal even
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was thinking uh, an overheal like the the root that I was thinking I was thinking of him in terms of flavor in terms that of canon, Uh he He's supposed to be the protector of the green, right? <coughs> so uh, Going with that I would say like, you know make him a taunt character and make him a big tank Like a special tank, right? Like Chemo, for example. Uh, A special tank that deals special damage, for example, because he's Mystic. So make him like... uh, What was I thinking? There was a there was a character to uh, compare him with, but yeah, that's mainly the idea. One
2: thing I will say: they've never changed a gear set. Yeah, that's true. They have never changed a gear set, so he would stay a physical tank.
1: Oh, okay. So, well, okay, well, make him a physical tank. That's fine. The idea is that like. Make him a tank that would just be really hard to take down as a mystic character. So, you know, I think that'd be cool. Because he's the protector. He protects everybody. yeah. Uh, make him, for example, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was going to compare him to Medfill. Make him a tanky Medfill character. Like a character with a taunt that can get stamina ups and put strength downs on everybody. For example, that would be really cool.
0: You know what? What if, because we never really had a character that could do this before, what if he applies like affinity power down? so that he can be one of those very rare characters that counteracts the affinity he's weak to. Oh, cool. You can take down physicals. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because he's leader of the green. He fights the leader of the red. Cool. In the, <laughs> in the stories at least.
1: <laughs> I like that. That's cool, yeah. Um, well, moving on with the questions. Uh, the last question from Grey Sword master I'm just going to skip over because it was a question about uh, top list of reworked characters. We're probably going to bring out a list in the future of... Um, our overall rankings um, in an, on separate content that we're going to do for either the YouTube channel or as another podcast. Um, so we'll probably address your question there. Uh, but the next question we'll talk about here is Clay Todd's question. Over the past year, uh, the player base has gotten used to many bugs and or mechanics not working as intended, such as uh, Green, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan's Purge on Miss, uh, uh, CAGA's Insane Passive RNG, um, then Safia, I think it's a star sapphires buff immunity on, yeah. uh, all enemies, etc. If you could keep just one of these, which would it be?
0: Oh, that's easy. That's it's definitely got to be star sapphires buff immunity actually made a reliable character. And it should have yep. stayed that way in my opinion, because honestly, she's slow her heels. Okay, but not great. She does mend. That was her selling point, and it wasn't even overpowered. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to bring her into every fight. You used her when you needed her, and it just worked out well. So that's what I would definitely keep.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah I, I have to agree. Star Sapphire, yeah. uh, her Her buff immunity being applied to everybody was really nice, and it was still niche.
1: My, me personally, uh, although I, I liked Star Sapphire when that was sort of bugged out, but personally, I think it's Princess of Themyscira's, uh, what's it called? It's the Zeus? Uh, sword? I can't remember what the sword's called. Uh, you
0: cut out. Purging. We didn't actually hear what you said.
1: Hold on. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, was, uh, I was saying the one I was going to choose would be uh, the Princess of Themyscira's third move. I can't remember the name. Uh, the sword that purges. Fury of um, Zeus? Fury of Zeus, yeah. Fury of Zeus before uh, would purge regardless of it missing or not. Uh, and now it's kind of like Hal Jordan's hammer Uh, so if that was the way it was uh, at that time she'd be really imbalanced but uh, you know as she is she's still a really good character just you know slightly not so OP but I really really liked that part of her kit before (laughs) Uh, okay so let's wrap things up I guess for this part of the, uh, the show before we get into lame talk
2: Yeah. All right. Um,
1: hold on. I'm going back to the,
2: excuse me. So it kind of brings us to the end of the the game talk guys. And, uh, we're going to wrap this episode up to everyone listening. Uh, you know, stay tuned for lame talk coming up. Uh,
0: doom. Do you have any final words? Uh, No, pretty much everything's covered. You can expect this format to be a bit more smooth in the future, because we won't have to explain it in the first bit. And hopefully you guys will join us for that, and it'll be nice and streamlined, and everyone will love it.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty happy with it, even though we're a little bit over uh, the hour mark, but you know, we're not too over, like before. Um, Overall everything looks like it's going uh, according to plan. But yeah, before we close it out, I'll just like to uh, plug our social media stuff. So if you guys haven't already, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube at The oddsman And also, if you like the content that we're putting out, consider becoming a a patron at Patreon.com/slash/TheOddsmen. And with that, we'll wrap
0: oh, up this. Oh, right. Uh, are we uh are we gonna tell them about the shirts? Oh, are we doing the shirt?
1: Oh, you kind of caught me off off <laughs> off on that one. Yeah, sure. Um, we're we're uh, we're contemplating putting out uh, merchandise in the future, so if you guys are interested uh, in acquiring some The Oddsman swag, like a t-shirt or a cap or something, let us know and then we'll uh, keep that in mind when we're looking into what to produce.
0: Yeah, and uh, don't be afraid to give suggestions like, hmm, I want a fridge magnet or I want a sticker for my car or I want, uh, okay. I don't know, I want, candy. I want a
1: onesie for my baby. we can do that (laughs) okay but with that let's wrap things up I'll play the outro and then we'll come back here uh, live on discord for Lame Talk
2: hey guys this is Ugar Barbarian of The Oddsman. wanted to give a huge shout out and thanks to everyone for listening catch us when we go live on discord and follow us on Facebook Twitter and SoundCloud at The Oddsman feel free to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash theoddsman for a variety of opportunities to help us grow and provide better content. Thanks again for your continued support. And as always, enjoy and grind on.